I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Mostly cloudy, breezy tonight, the low 45 with scattered showers after midnight. Lots of rain in the forecast for tomorrow. The U.S. Supreme Court is again refusing to strike down Illinois' ban on semi-automatic guns and high-capacity magazines. Justice Amy Coney Barrett rejected without comment on gun rights groups' request for an emergency injunction to block the assault weapons ban that went into effect earlier this year. But some gun rights advocates are still hopeful since the high court has yet to consider the full merits of the case. Rick Pearson is with the Illinois State Rifle Association. It is, uh, the law was terribly written poorly thought out, and then you have the Second Amendment violation, and who knows what else is in there. Pearson hopes the Supreme Court will take up the full case challenging the law next year. The law was enacted in response to the mass shooting at Highland Park's Independence Day parade in 2022 that killed seven people and wounded 48 others. In addition to the Supreme Court ruling, the Illinois Joint Committee on Administrative Rules this week asked questions about the Illinois State Police rules to implement the assault weapons ban but took no action on the rules. The committee will continue review of the proposed rules at next month's meeting. Meanwhile, plaintiffs argued Tuesday in federal court in the Southern District of Illinois for the court to block the law entirely. The Illinois Commerce Commission has rejected ComEd's request for a $1.5 billion rate increase, saying the utility's plan to upgrade its electrical grid failed to comply with the state's sweeping clean energy law. The ICC decision sends ComEd back to the drawing board to develop a plan that lines up with the 2021 law aiming to phase out carbon emissions. The proposed rate hike would have increased the average ComEd residential bill by about $17 a month by 2027. In a separate ruling, the ICC also rejected a $134 million rate increase requested by People's Gas to help pay for the replacement of aging gas lines. People's Gas says without the funding, there may be safety risks from gas leaks and possible job cuts among its pipeline repair workforce. But in rejecting the emergency motion, the ICC reminded People's Gas of its responsibility to repair leaking pipes that may pose a danger. The Illinois Fraternal Order of Police in the Southern Region Auxiliary delivered care boxes to police and sheriff's departments throughout the region. The boxes are to equip officers in assisting children who are in crisis. Cindy Dunning, the Southern Region FOP Auxiliary Vice President, said these care boxes filled with blankets, toys, and other things will help to calm children, help brothers and sisters in law enforcement to better serve the youngest and most vulnerable citizens. The boxes were delivered on Thursday to police departments in Carbondale, Carterville, Marion, Murfreesboro, Cambria, and Heron. They were also delivered to the Jackson and Williamson County Sheriff's Departments and the Illinois State Police. State Senator Dale Fowler of Harrisburg has announced nearly $35,000 in state-sponsored public school library grants have been approved for library programs throughout the 59th Senate District. Most of the 33 school libraries are receiving $850, although a few received more. Marion District 2 received the largest grant at just over $3,000. Both Carterville District 5 and Heron District 4 received just under $2,000. For a complete list of the libraries receiving funds and how much each district is receiving, you can go to WSIU.org. The latest report by the Missouri Rural Health Association finds an uptick in death rates and examines the value of greater investment in rural Missouri. Heidi Lucas, who heads the Missouri Rural Health Association, thinks investing in rural areas of the state is imperative 
not only for Missouri, but for the nation. Rural Missouri is America's breadbasket. We have some of the highest producers of grain and cattle in the entire country. So we really need to take care of folks who are living in rural Missouri because they are providing for America widely. Missouri's home to more than 95,000 farms, the second highest number in the U.S. It's also the second largest producer of hay, and Missouri raises more than 2 million cows for beef. That's also second highest in the nation. I'm Brad Palmer.